All right, folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, in fact, it's Back to Christ Wednesday, as we have to do here. We want to remind you, this is your opportunity to get reacquainted with our Lord and Savior. Folks, our nation needs it. We need it. I need it. Now, I have to say, Lord, have mercy on me, the biggest fool in Jackson. I get it wrong more than I get it right, so I'm in need of your grace. But, folks, using the full weight of my local influence, which would be Clay Edwards, uh, we secured the presence of one Buddy Brown here in the studios. As you know, he's a songwriter. He's a musician. He is a uh, performer. Uh, he's a music mogul. Uh, he had more hits than uh, a crack pipe at a Charlie Sheen party. Uh, he is here, and uh, we're enjoying uh, uh, his company. Welcome to the show, Mr. Buddy Brown. Kim, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me, <laughs> Good man. Good to have you, man. man. <laughs> that was great. Look, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. You have a lot of hits out there, man. Yeah. Teeny, did I realize uh, the depth of your catalog and come to find out you're a 12-year overnight sensation, it looks like. Ain't that something? <laughs> it doesn't just come to you overnight, kids. You actually got to... You got to put some work uh, in. Use a four-letter word here, work. Yes, yes. Yeah. Folks, we have Buddy Brown in the studios. I'm going to let Buddy introduce himself as to who is Buddy Brown, who your people is, what's your mama name, name, and all that kind of stuff. My mama name raised me <laughs> uh, right here in Madison. Dad took a job in Florida when I was about uh, uh, 10, and so I was held prisoner of war down in Orlando, Florida for the last 25 years. Wow. Looked at my wife three years ago, and I said, honey, <clears throat> I don't want to raise my kids in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let Ron DeSantis fool you. <laughs> Florida is lost as a goose and brainwashed as it can get. So uh, I said, let's get back to where people know how to act right uh so we moved back and uh got my kids just acclimated they're saying yes sir they're saying yes ma'am but uh no i, I played football for mississippi state i was a punter 03 and 04 yeah. up there okay. um it was a wonderful time but uh that wasn't god's plans it was i picked up a guitar and for some weird reason uh first video i ever did uh that was back when youtube was not even a thing right i mean it mm-hmm. was it was like 2009 no one really knew right. what is this thing uh they, they weren't going to youtube every no day. i mean so i put a song out <clears throat> in august and checked it again in october and it had like four hundred thousand views i'm thinking hmm. this thing's broken wow <laughs> you know that can't be right so obviously you do uh a second video <laughs> and a third and a fourth and started recording albums now i got uh two billboard country albums and I think the the last album we released a month ago was my number six uh, top five album wow. on iTunes. So, uh, you know, 300 million views, just a Mississippi boy, just telling it like it is. I do just not shaking. care what you think <laughs> yeah. in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. This is how we do it in Mississippi. I'm trying to represent everybody up here with uh, with love and the way I was brought up. And if it, uh, it kind of bleeds into mainstream sometimes, but I always love to just stay on the outskirts because I get to do my own thing. Right. Nobody's my boss. No committee's telling me what to do. And every morning I wake up fired up. Oh, okay. Don't need coffee. Huh. Folks, uh, we're talking with uh, Buddy Brown. Buddy, you can please throw out your website and how people can get get, get your music every chance. Yeah, you if you've got Spotify, Apple Music, mm-hmm. YouTube, you can get on there. Website's BuddyBrownCountry.com. All right. And folks, uh, uh, I, was, I, I was staggered by the catalog of music he has out there and the breadth of it. Uh, but you seem to have a theme and... Uh, uh, I like the fact that, you know, you don't take any prisoners. I mean, you do it in a in a lighthearted manner or you can do it with a hammer, uh, but you get your point across. You don't back down. And I, and I like that aspect of it. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And with these days with censorship, 
you got to be as careful as a naked man crawling through a barbed wire fence <laughs> because they'll come after you for any little thing. Yeah, that's right. But if you if you just stay true to who you are, mm-hmm. those right people are going to come to you. And, you yeah. know, whatever it is about this old Mississippi boy <laughs> throws it out there. I think some people think I'm I'm kidding, and I'm really not. Right. When they go on there, and you know, I don't really do believe this stuff. But <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, when I, and matter of fact, uh, you know, we we play the uh, uh, driving through the ghetto song, which is what introduced me to Buddy Brown. Uh, I get I get blacks who really like the song too. I mean, it's it's just you know, it's a good song and uh, well written. It's got a good tune. <laughs> So uh, uh, were you surprised at the reception you got from that song? The the biggest thing I was surprised at was we had black guys in the video. Mm-hmm. We had white guys in the video. We went to the trailer park and we went to the ghetto. Mm-hmm. The guys in the ghetto mm-hmm. were like, yeah, man, this is great. Let's Come on, it. film it. And the guys in the trailer park, I was, I mean, I was doing a 180. I was scared out of my mind. So it was just really interesting how we have cultural perceptions about right. how these people are going to act that way. And right. people see me in ball caps and, and a boots, and mm-hmm. they think, you must be that way. Mm-hmm. And that ain't the case. Right. And what's awesome is I've gotten to travel so much. Right? I've just played in, you know, 30-some-odd states and toured all over the place. And you get to any kind of... Uh, perceptions you have about this group of people or that group of people it dies instantly mm-hmm. when you get around america and you realize how great this country is and how we really all have the same struggles the same dreams the same aspirations and you just start loving everybody and get over the the crap that you may right. or may not have been taught as a young kid well you know uh, uh and, and listening listening to your music and listen watching the videos i think you come to the same conclusion I, i've come to that number one we've got it good here in america number two people get along it's the mm-hmm. media that's got us at each other's throat thinking that we need to be hyped up about this incident or that incident, when in fact, that's not the way most of America is. I remember when I first moved to Mississippi, <laughs> I had car troubles, and uh, uh, I had to rent a car, I had car troubles, and uh, I was parked up under the um, overpass, and I see this pull, uh, pickup truck pull up behind me, and I see this guy. I mean, he looked like he was out of central casting as far as Bubba the Redneck. Yeah. I mean, flat top, the whole nine yards, man. I said, this guy doesn't even need a taillight in his damn car. You know, his neck was so red, but he got me up off the side of the road, got me running. And, you know, it was, you know, and that's when I realized that in, in Mississippi, if you act a fool, you'll find somebody to act a fool with you. You care yourself, respect, and respect others, you get the same thing. So, uh, I keep saying we've got it good here in Mississippi, and when you when you, when you talk about your the, when you sing the songs that you sing, you to me it's like you're you're standing on the landmarks and the ancient landmarks that your parents and grandparents showed you, and and if you're like me, I say these people told me the things they told me at great expense to themselves, so they wouldn't lie to me, mm-hmm. so I can stand on that and sing about it, stand on it, and say. You know, this is what I believe in and not worry about what the folks in Oregon or Chicago or wherever else, what they may think. Because, again, if they had it right, they wouldn't be dependent on us to tote them and pull them out of the mud all the time. You know, so. Absolutely. Um, and everybody riding around in their truck right now, listen, to this feels the exact same way. Your granddad taught you stuff from the heart. Mm-hmm. You don't forget that stuff. You remember it for life. That's right. If all this new stuff <laughs> comes up, all these crazy woke TikTok videos and, and these new ways of thinking, 
If it's new, I automatically question it. That's right. If it was from Granddad, mm-hmm. I put it in my back pocket and it never leaves. There you go. And that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to pass on so that our kids don't get brain rot, so that our you know our families don't turn into just this complete dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Because th- those generations had a lot of stuff wrong, but they also had a lot of uh, wisdom. That's that right. if it if it goes in the grave and we don't ever pass it down to our kids and pick that good stuff out there that we really could hold on to, right. it's gone forever. And not only is it gone forever, and what gets me, what was passed on to me, you and I, we're part of the generation that the dollars fell on. Man, we've had it good. I'm mm-hmm. talking about just like the day when the sun was out, and I'm thinking, man, the weather's nice, sun's out, yada, yada, yada. And, and I'm thinking about all the mechanics that's going on up in Washington, D.C., where you got these people plotting against our country. Every day we wake up, there's something else they're doing to put more rocks in the back of our wagon that we got a bigger load to carry. And out here in flyover country, man, we getting along good. Life is good. If they would just stop doing what they're doing. But they're walking on the back of our heels, brother, yeah. and harassing us. Yeah. So when I, when I sit down and look at this stuff and then I listen to your songs, I'm encouraged because I'm saying what we need are more people being more resolute, standing firm. So, you know, this is where we do it at 123 Main Street. We don't care how you do it everywhere mm-hmm. else. And we love you. We'll have a beer with That's you right. if you disagree with us. Um, we ain't Mississippi. <clears throat> we're here to fight. You know, if you if you don't vote the same way, you don't look the same way as us. Right. But it's uh, I, that's what I love about the hospitality down mm-hmm. here, man. It's it's truly everybody will wave to you. Everybody will talk to you. Mm-hmm. My folks, uh, my friends from out of state, when they come here, they are shocked mm-hmm. when people will say hello or wave in the street. Right. They're like, man, nobody does this in Nashville. Nobody mm-hmm. does this in, in Florida and wherever they're coming from. It's something we got to hold on to because our culture here has uh, has so much good to pass on to our kids that other people are, are really still wowed by. But not only that, um, we're right. What we believe in is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying, wait a minute, why are we, you know, crawfishing and looking down at our shoes? And uh, I'm sorry, guys, you're standing on a platform that the people who share our values built. What you built, what you believe in, mm-hmm. you can't even sustain yourself. we got to come in and bail you guys out. We're not averse to helping our fellow man out, and we've proven that time and time again. What we're saying is we're ending the BS, uh, whether it's with the grooming of the kids. But, you know, with the LGBT, for instance. Uh, using them as an example. To me, from my vantage point on the totem pole, buddy, all I see is a bunch of spoiled adults who want to have their way. Dude, you, don't, <laughs> you don't get that. You know, You know, it, it's fine. I'm more libertarian than I guess anything else. It's you Go do what you're going to do. But, man, don't don't be putting it in my face every right. single day of the week. Don't right. be putting it in my kid's face or my kindergartner's face. You can't um, talk to somebody about... Uh, sexual mm-hmm. stuff in a in a workplace, <clears throat> you that's know that's right. considered sexual harassment. True that. So why would you go talk that's to my five year old about it in school? In a workplace? That's Are you right. nuts? Yeah, and, and we're and, about to fight in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm gonna move, <laughs> gonna move some furniture around, and and that's where we have to because you know what? They're like that. They won't take no for an answer. All they do is just bogart and bully and just come on up in there and tell you how things are going to be. And I'm saying, mm, we're not doing it anymore. And they'll scream about their rights. And I'm saying, dude, uh, first of all, I really don't care about what you do. And now you want to tell me about what you do. And then you say, because I have a reaction to it, that uh, I got a phobia. 
<laughs> well, it's like I say, I, I really find it ironic mm-hmm. that the same people that believe there's 78 genders also believe there's only one way that you're allowed to think. <laughs> Don't you I, find that funny? I, I, that is interesting. Folks, we have Buddy Brown in the studios with us, the Buddy Brown, when you're driving through the ghetto. That's right. You hear it every Friday here at WYAB when we play the Gun and Knife Club here in the city of Jackson. As you know, you're a member of the Gun and Knife Club, whether you want to be or not. The only question is, will you be dead or alive? Buddy Brown is here in the studios with us. If you got any comments, 601-879-0002. Buddy, tell us what happened when you first went to Nashville and said, hey, I'm Buddy Brown. I want to see. Well, I did what they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's write a hit song. Let's write a commercial song. Mm-hmm. And after you know a little while, I got, you know, you get into uh, Poison Ivy down here in Mississippi in March mm-hmm. and April. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like that. Now, why am I itching? Right. Because I hate this. I'm not getting a sing about they Anything wanted another Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't know Ain't what they break want. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock the boat a little bit. Yeah. And they said, No, you're not. And I said, Well, yeah, I am. And as soon as I did, and, and basically just took the gloves off and established the channel that we've established, the music has has probably multiplied by fifty. And it's because every guy that's sitting around a, a bonfire mm-hmm. like you and me, mm-hmm. every guy that's sitting in his truck like mm-hmm. you and me. These are the conversations we're having. But if you turn on radio, it's so safe, it's so manufactured, it's mm. so plastic right. that it makes you itch. It makes me itch. Right. Most of my friends don't even turn it on anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm to the point now where it's like, let's say something that is going to matter because that's what turns me on mm-hmm. at this point in my life. I but not only that, most of America is with you. It's just that you know we've been drowned out by the white noise of the foolishness of those who are basically just bullies and bo- just bogart their way into things. And we're just mm-hmm. saying what, what, what Willie Nelson said, it's, it's time to draw a hard line, uh, sell up your horses. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. folks, we're talking with Buddy Brown. He's here in the studio with us live. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All your clips, you call the cops, but they just laugh. Say we ain't coming in. If you get a flat, you better drive on the rim. And you better be packing. America, you love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full service. Ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, we're back in the studios with us, Buddy Brown. I'm getting your text messages. I know you're all big fans of Buddy. He's a local guy, a local Mississippian, and uh, he's here with us here in the studios. If you want to call and ask a question, uh, we got John on the line. Hey, John. You want to call and ask a question? Oh, we got John on the line. 
Hey, how you doing today? All right, Let me my friend. radio off here. Oh, that's a good yes, idea. I got some ideas for him. <clears throat> All right. He's from Mississippi. I just found some. Somebody gave me a whole bunch of old records. Remember Ray Stevens and the squirrel going up the lady's <laughs> leg and she got religion on the coast? Yeah. And you remember, uh, also remember, uh, talk about John, who was that down there and the thing. All the folk, folk stuff like that. Not folk stuff, the stuff, country stuff like that. Sort of funny. Sort of not, you know. Uh, but anyway, you can, you can, you, 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 you can, creativity means a lot in there. It does. It does. He's very creative. Hey. Hey, who, who was the guy knocking out John? What was his name down there? Knock him out, John. That was a uh, uh, Jerry Clower. Jerry Clower is another one that we and I can't remember his name, but uh, everything. But it's uh, like I say, I just want to say, hey, you, you got a lot of cluster here. Well, the blues has it in there too. You know, Mississippi's got, you know, just look around some of the old songs and different things, and come up with some ideas. All right, thank, appreciate Thanks you, Thanks so much, yeah, John. Thanks, yeah. man. Let's go to Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Hey, hey, good afternoon. Hey, my friend. I, just, I wanted to say a quick hello to, of course, you and, the, you know, I wanted to, I've called a few times in over the year or so, and I've never commented on the call screener. And this gentleman is a really terrific, terrific man. I, I, I can just tell. I had a few conversations with him, but that's not the point. Of my yeah, because it is National Weed Day, and I'm wondering about you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was calling about Mr. Brown. When I first heard you play his song, I tell you what, I, I wish I would have had a rewind button, because mm-hmm. I would have rewound that song over and <laughs> over and over. It was It is so catchy. It is so cool. And then what Kim does with the song, when he adds the the little firepower here and there intermittently, it just it's just over the top. It's just fantastic. So kudos to you. We'll be looking for you and uh, and and thank you. Just wanted to throw in my one and a half cent of uh, of kudos to you. <laughs> thank you, Jamie. It means a lot. Appreciate you, buddy. All the best. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, the song is really has been well received. You know, we do the Gun and Knife Club every Friday. And we generally, we just have the gunfire, which is where we go to the streets of Jackson to kind of take the temperature <laughs> of Jackson. And uh, it's a public service announcement, actually. And uh, one of the things we talk about it, you, you, in Jackson, this is the anthem of Jackson. Then we go with the gunfire and encourage people to do the belt buckle crawl. That's how you can tell people from Jackson. You look at the belt buckle. If it's all scuffed up, are you from Jackson? There you go. And look, and that's just the police are changing shifts. They're going to their cars. Oh, man. Uh, we got Buddy Brown in the studios with us, folks. We have Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia, how you doing? Hey, this is Sylvia. Hey. How is everybody doing? All is well. Hey, Sylvia. Hi. I want you to know that you just don't know how much I love driving through the ghetto. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that song. And I watched your the YouTube video, and plus Kim sent me up the link. I watched it more than once, and I'm glad he plays it on Friday evening mm-hmm. for the Gun and Knife Club. That's a better. <laughs> I just love it, and I love the rest of your work too. And that's all I wanted to say. But no, I appreciate that, that, it. Bobby the ghetto. That that that's just top notch. <laughs> Thanks, Sylvia. Appreciate you. All right, who do we have, Mr. Producer? <laughs> we got Kobe. Hey, Kobe. How you doing, young man? Yep. Are you on the air? Kobe, you there? Hey. 
Hey, How's it you, going? Hey, buddy, you on there? Yeah, I, I had a question for Buddy about his uh, about the rumor about the Mississippi State and Ole Miss airplanes. Oh boy, you know, <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, what do you know, man? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much. Yeah, just, <laughs> well, the the rumor is that in the elections of uh, 2020, I hired an airplane in Starkville, Mississippi, and another airplane in Oxford, Mississippi to tow a banner that may have said, uh, well, one <laughs> one got sent to Starkville that said Rebels for Biden, and one got sent to Ole Miss that said Bulldogs for Biden. <laughs> so everybody just got mad spit. <laughs> and uh, I'm not admitting to that, but I do think the story is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, my heart. Well, I appreciate it. Thank buddy. you, Colby. Appreciate you, man. All right. So it looks like you stay in hot water there, my friend. But you know what? <laughs> you got the skin for it, you know? Mm. Yeah, and that's good to know that uh, you're willing to get out there and mix it up in the in the marketplace of ideals because people do take themselves too serious now. Yeah. You know, and people don't laugh anymore. People are getting canceled. Have you been canceled? No, you can't cancel me. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, it's it's – Cancel culture really is just the hatred of one's own sins lived out in another person. Hmm. We can't stand our own ugliness. True. And the more, you know, we, you know, we're not happy with this presidential nominee or that presidential nominee. It's because it's a reflection of our own ugliness. If you hmm. go back and, and uh, watch the presidential debates of uh, the 60s, they're pretty much agreeing with each hmm. other and just p- politely saying, this is how I would do it different. Right. Um, so we got to get away from that whole cancel stuff. It's it's just gross immaturity. It is. And as long as you don't apologize, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't be cold. You can't be canceled. That's the bottom and, line. And, and and you know that's the, the the apology thing. And it's not like I'm above apologizing. It's not that. It's just the apologies. These people are not going to accept it anyway. They want blood. They want you dead. Oh, they own you the moment <laughs> you say. If y'all ever hear me say I'm sorry, rest assured, there's a gun to my head because <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> Back so so where does this uh, musical reservoir of a talent comes from? Your parents were in the music business or what? It is uh, something that I really can't explain. Mm-hmm. When uh, when I would just have these conversations with, with friends, <clears throat> I guess, I mean, I love music. It's If music's inside of you, it's mm-hmm. inside of you. But I always wanted to twist it my way. So mm-hmm. I was writing stuff at a very early age. Um but the the funny stuff seemed mm. to just come really easy. If you've mm. got a direct point about what you want to write, right? Um, it just it just starts flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and because like I said, I, I got a little skit I'm gonna do tomorrow with Super Talk, and I was thinking about it. It just started adding on and on and on. But like I said, I'm not not able to put it to music. Now, when you said you did your first YouTube video, what was it about? Oh, it was just a cover song. Oh, okay. uh, I don't even remember the song. Oh, I thought it was like uh, uh, going through the God, ghetto thing. No, oh. no. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it just kind of started like that, and then I was like, "Well, let's do uh, one of my own songs." And mm-hmm. like I said, when I came back from Nashville, um, and the music started getting less and less and less PC, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. everything started growing bigger and bigger and bigger. So of course, you just add logs to the fire. Um, two years ago, um, I just started the talking stuff. Mm. Really, I, COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise because we just turned the camera on and said. Just roll. Everything we've been talking about, say that. And Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of buddies calling me saying, you've got to do this. I was like, well, I've never done anything like that before. Lo and behold, the talking videos have now matched all my music, everything Mm -hmm. I ever worked for. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of become like 
Well, you're validating be- when people already already believe what they were raised on, their their values, they're hearing it from somewhere that they, you know, everywhere else they're getting shut out. Yeah, I mean, they go to these these uh, <clears throat> these soul-sucking jobs where you can't even share this kind of stuff mm-hmm. because you will be fired for That's sharing right. that on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If all I can do is you go on to a Buddy Brown video on YouTube and you are your whole soul just wants to jump out of your body because somebody finally said it. <laughs> if that's the feeling, if, that, if that's all you get, that made my day because so many people feel squashed. They feel like they got duct tape around their mouth and, uh, and they're just muzzled. And that feeling sucks. It does. So I'm trying to liberate, um, and it doesn't even have to be a, a hardcore you know, right-wing conservative. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It's just common sense, man. There you go. And if it falls on the right wing, then let it fall. Folks, we've got Buddy Brown in the studios. He's here spraying that testosterone standing tall Come on. for the things that he believes in. You can do the same thing. Check him out on YouTube, Spotify. He's everywhere. Buddy Brown. Buddy Brown Music Catalog is available for your listening pleasure. Bob, uh, Buddy, when we come back, we're going to talk about some aspect of, business, of music that you seem to be uh, hit the right wave, I guess, caught the wave and. Mm. You're riding it well. We'll talk more about it after the break. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Want to get that call beforehand? Okay, let's let's take a break. We'll get back to the calls. We'll be right back. Back in it's Wednesday. We have in the studios with the songwriter, performer, musician, music mogul, Buddy Brown. Buddy, so uh, where are you in your career now? I mean, look, how do how do performers and musicians even make money anymore does anybody even buy music anymore i, mean, I don't think so yeah. no i mean uh, you know because once you put that song out there. the hardcores do i'll tell you what we sell thousands and thousands of hard copy cds mm-hmm. which i'm sure nobody listens to but they're mm-hmm. signed they you know mm-hmm. we direct them to the website and i think that's why they huh. but i mean we those are still going out the door like crazy huh. as far as going on digital stores and stuff i don't think you know people stream the living heck out of music though so you get paid through that you get paid through royalties you get paid through uh youtube all that kind of stuff okay oh is that a caller yeah okay we got a caller named call sign junk okay it is national weed day folks so we're gonna get some strange calls (laughs) (laughs) hey you're on there hey kim hey Hey, love your show, man. Appreciate you having Buddy on there, too. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I just wanted to make a comment that um, I love your talking videos on YouTube. I watch them all the time, and, I, and it just makes me feel like I know you listening to, listening to those. It's just, they're just really good. I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, that's. Uh, I hope that they just keep you grounded because the whole world's going to be pulling you in a crazy direction every day. Waking up saying, get some crazy. I'm trying to bring everybody back to home base and uh, people that know better. So I appreciate that. Well, it's, it's great stuff you're putting out there. And like I say, it hits me right in the heart. Hmm. feels like I've known you forever. Well, I appreciate that, brother. If I ever see you, I'll buy you a beer. Well, you know, uh, yeah. you know, caller, I, I think so much of it is what you're hearing from Buddy is what you heard at the dinner table. You know, when, when your mom and dad look you in square in the eye and say, son, did you take care of my name today? Mm. And that's what they want to know, mm. you know. So that's mm-hmm. what you're hearing is being valid. That's why Rush Limbaugh was so so beloved because what Rush was talking about valid- validated the principles that your parents lived for. So you are a living headstone to everything they stood for. So stand tall, my friend. That's exactly right. Y'all take care. Right, Appreciate brother. it, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, buddy. The uh, uh, the whole music scene thing. Uh, 
it's, it's changed so much, uh, but you seem to have made a go of it. I, are you surprised, though, where you find yourself at today? I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in Mississippi, the mindset's always been kind of just keep to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, work with your hands, live a quiet life, mm-hmm. that verse. We were taught not, as Mississippians, not to draw a lot of attention to ourselves. What did mama always say going out the door? Don't act like a fool, right? Um, so if you're going to say anything, my granddad, who I learned from, that I just, you know, he's been gone for 20 years, but I, a lot of the stuff I try to channel all the time, he was not a man of many words, mm. but he let his actions do the talking. Um, my biggest goal is to make Mississippi proud. Um, things have grown to such a, a monumental level with our business and what we do, um, reaching so many different states and countries in the world and, and all that kind of stuff. I have such a undying uh, desire to just make my home state proud. Mm-hmm. And I want to put a bubble around this whole state <coughs> so the madness mm-hmm. doesn't come in. And over the next 10 years, I'm going to do everything in my power to, to uh, go to incredible heights and lengths to be able to do that. So, uh, and I'm, I'm shocked, though, that it's gotten this big. It's really, um, if I ever depart from just shooting from the hip, I think it would all go away. But when well, we roll that camera, man, it's just, it's just yeah. me. Well, you know, the, the whole notion of shooting from the hip is, is really just standing on truth. You know, uh, if you, when you step before that microphone, as I do daily and you do in your music and in your performances, if your position is grounded in truth, facts, and or the law, you're not going to get knocked off center. Right. And, th- and those truths and facts are undergirded by principles. Dude, all they can do is be mad. They don't have anything like that. They have all the transitory crap that at the end of the day, they can't sustain their own household, their own families, their own communities. What they believe in simply doesn't work. And what we believe in works. And this is why I keep saying what people complain about as being uh, uh, uneven or discriminatory or whatever the diversity, it ain't that. You got to put in the work. But you can you can be as successful as a Buddy Brown if you have the talent that he has, the right yada yada yada. But you got to put in the work. Some you've seen people with talent who just you know they could be the best guitar player, mm-hmm. but they don't show up. They got other issues, yada, yada, and they can't pull it together. 12-year overnight sensation. There you go. That's what you, I mean, when you said that earlier, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's what Mm -hmm. this younger generation needs to understand. I mean, to an obsessive level, Mm -hmm. to an absolute obsessive level, Mm -hmm. and the rewards are are pretty awesome. Right. But uh, you have more of everything. You have more of the happiness. Mm -hmm. You have more of the sadness. You have more of the crazies. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what the heck? Is this <laughs> but, you know, buddy, you know, you talk about uh, what has happened over the last 12 years. I, I like to tell people that what you are, you are a living headstone, in this case, to your granddad and to your parents. And look how it's held you in good stead with the success you had. You have presence of mind that you want your kids to be as level-headed and to be able to stand on their own in the midst of all the adversity. This stuff is not rocket science. It's just that many people don't want to pay that price, man. It, it, it costs something to be a dad. It does, and we're so overtaxed, we're overworked, we're, uh, we're overstressed <clears throat> that at the end of the night, do you really want to tell your kids to get off the iPad, or is it just easier to just you yeah. know, fall into the couch and pop a you know, crack a beer? Yeah. I know what's easier, but it's dang hard mm-hmm. to take care of your business every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, you almost got to be robotic to pull it off. That's right. But I'm so passionate about it. I want my, my boys to grow up to be great young men mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, 
so well, well, didn't you write a song about that about uh, uh, if your car goes down on the side of the road you want yeah. my kid tell us about that song yeah, what, yeah. what inspired that it's uh well just uh, I think uh, tell them the name up so they can look it up on Spotify too. Yeah. <laughs> is there a man I can talk to yeah, that's what yeah, it was okay. guy that can't change his tire like mm-hmm. my, my dad said you ain't getting a driver's license unless you can change the oil and change a tire on a, mm-hmm. on a, on a your truck mm-hmm. I mean that was d- before you ever touch a truck at all and that's the way it should all be um and i think i heard the story about this guy was probably cracking uh espressos from starbucks and wearing skinny jeans that uh he got <laughs> his, you know flat tire with his girlfriend and all of a sudden oh shoot baby i'm sorry i don't know how to change your tire i'm sure that was like the last date they ever went on and i'm thinking dear god like how do you get to the point where you can't change a tire, tire for your wife and grow a pair son <laughs> god of mercy this ain't san francisco this well, ain't o- uber i mean <laughs> get under the truck and get after it we're, we're talking with buddy brown as you can see he would be a great guy to have at the campfire at the uh, hunting camp he's uh, uh basically he's he's one of you guys i mean he's a mississippian he's a southern boy you know i'm from up north and one of the things that uh when i first got down here i used to go to goodyear over on robinson road and years later uh, sitting there talking with the manager or I think whatever his title was. He said, man, you were a pain in the ass when you first got there. <laughs> I mean, you were impatient. You stand there patting your foot, winning about your car. He said, you kind of mellow out after about nine or ten years. But, you know, uh, people mistake the graciousness of uh, Southerners for being foolish. Or in, uh, as uh, with Paul Baird over in Vicksburg, the old sheriff, he said, uh, we only talk slow down here. Ain't nothing wrong with us. Mm-hmm. We keep up, you know. Yeah. And uh, and that's what you embody with with your music. People uh, glum to it because that's them. And and what you're saying in your music, guys, we ain't got nothing to be ashamed of. No, you know. And to your point, where you're just saying too, being a southerner is the act of accomplishing a lot mm-hmm. without looking like you're accomplishing much. True that. Take it slow, True. man. Mm-hmm. But you don't know I got 14 irons in the fire right now. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> that's right, folks. We're talking with Buddy Brown. You can find him. On YouTube, you can find him on Spotify. Just just type his name in there. Like I said before, he he just came on my radar a couple months ago, uh, uh, and Clay had had him on the show. Clay's uh, here on 7 o'clock Monday, mon- Monday through Fridays. You can check out Clay Edwards. But we do want to, uh, uh, again, let you know, man, we really appreciate what you do. We stand with you. I like people who, who are plain spoken. You know, I'd rather for you to call me an SOB, you know, and this is what gets me about the woke crowd. People don't realize that just because you're gay, black, or whatever your issue or concerns are, don't mean you can't be a generic butthead. I mean, you know, you just, okay, so what? You you like you're the same sex, but you're still, you know, a knucklehead. And uh, people have a hard time accepting that, and that's why I'm here. That's, <laughs> that's why you're here. <laughs> Folks, Buddy Brown. Buddy, what else would you want to tell, I mean, what would you tell someone who wants to get into the business today? Don't. um nashville is a bunch of actors with ball caps on i can't stand them it Mm. i make it very clear that um that is not the way i I would never want my boys (laughs) one of the contingents i said boys when you look for a woman one day uh the number one thing i want to make sure of is that she's got jesus in her heart Mm -hmm. and after that make sure that she has no desire whatsoever to be famous well, <laughs> <laughs> because it'll absolutely make you crazy. Mm-hmm. I never asked for this. And matter of fact, when my wife and I got married, I was 24 years old. Um, and I, I never was telling her at that moment, hey, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I, I want to be uh, I want to have two million followers and, you know, go into this country music thing and, and tour all over the nation. 
if I'd have told her that, you know, <laughs> she'd have probably been running for the hills because that's just a weird life to live. Right. She doesn't seek attention. She's not an attention seeker. I'm, I love scenes. her to death. She's a behind-the-scenes, absolute brilliant woman. Mm. God sent. Fellas, find you a good woman mm. who does not need attention. I cannot tell you all this enough. Mm. It is um, she is she saves my life and saves my butt every single day of the week. Um, but I tell them that every you know all the time. Uh, you really got to have some thick skin to get into this business mm. because you could say the sky is blue and they will come mm. after you with you know pitchforks and torches. Yeah, and it's just people are so bored and America is so successful that. I'll be danged if, you know, we, we're just trying to find something to fight, to fight after because we're, we're bored. Yeah. We're inventing our own problems now. Absolutely. We're so successful. That's right. So you better have some thick skin if you want to get into uh, something like that. But if that is you, hey, roll your, roll your sleeves up and um, make us proud yeah. because we need more um, like Kim and I <laughs> trying to do this <laughs> because uh, it is definitely a dying breed, ain't it? Folks, we're talking with Buddy Brown. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is the final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Wade Show. Buddy Brown, music mogul, in the studios with us today. Buddy, we've got about four minutes before we get out of here. First of all, I want to thank you, man. This has been, I mean, really, I've been really looking forward to this one, dude. I'm glad. I've been looking man. forward to it, too. It's a... Uh... Shoot, it's uh, it's definitely a privilege to get together with with like minded people, but it's also a privilege to get together with people who are trying to carry the torch for goodness, mm-hmm. for common sense, for all that stuff that we believe in, man. And that's yeah. obviously I've known that about you for a while. Cut, we're just cutting the pie down the middle, and uh, we're not trying trying to offend anyone or hurt anyone. But it comes a time, man. You got you know sometimes the answer is no. It's not maybe. It's not let me think about it and get back with you. It's no. And yeah. people, people can't accept that. And, and I hate that for them, but it's still no. It's still no, yeah. <laughs> well, buddy, uh, uh, what, uh, what do you have coming up? And uh, now you say you just had an album dropped. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the album and how people can get hold of it. The new album is called The Old Sound, and this is like straight out of 1972. Um, Waylon Jennings, I was obsessed with all of his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. This album is supposed to be like if you're opening an old barn and there's like a 1972 C, you know, C10 pickup truck sitting in there, and all of a sudden you just, you know, mm-hmm. you just went crazy over it. That's the, it's a very throwback sound. Nobody's doing it, mm-hmm. um, and it's one of the biggest selling albums we've ever had. Really? So it was a risk mm-hmm. because you know, yeah. like I said, this is. This is a very, it's called the old sound for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's no, uh, there's no bubble gum. There's no purple hair. There's no skinny jeans mm-hmm. uh, going on. In, right. There's no soy milk going on in this album. <laughs> and uh, you're going to have to uh, have some grit to get through it. The very first song on the album is called Red States. That's what I love about Red States. Mm. We ain't drinking all the Kool-Aid. <laughs> we believe a working man's got callus on his hands and a truck out in his driveway. There you Come go. on. There you go. And uh, so that's pretty much what that album's about. Well, man, listen, uh, again, America salutes you, Mississippi salutes you. We're proud of you. We're ext- when when uh, Clay told me you were right here, man, says, get out of here. I mean, you listen to the sound, it's so professionally done, you just figure, okay, this guy's a big weird from out of Nashville, you know, probably got a Billy uh, mullet, Billy Ray Cyrus mullet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is professionally done, but we've, we're never going to depart from the down-home atmosphere of just dropping a tailgate. That's why we mm-hmm. call it backwoods wisdom or just mm-hmm. uh, truck sessions. 
I like to do the stuff raw because who are we trying to impress? Right. If you call yourself a Mississippi boy, we ain't blowing fog machines out here and having mm-hmm. dancing girls, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just all the smoke and mirrors. It's just we're going to drop a trailgate and, and crack a beer and, and say the very first thing that comes out. And that is exactly what these videos are. But uh, and I know you don't get to plug yourself enough mm-hmm. on here, but y'all, this man, Kim Wade, is a is a treasure in the state of Mississippi. You should be honored and privileged to even be sitting here listening to this man. Mm-hmm. I love him to death. And um, well, man, I appreciate been, it. That, that is an honor. But I'm you're hoping, doing something great for us, brother. I'm hoping in the future we can get together and, and do some things on behalf of liberty and freedom. Folks, we've got it good here in America, and it, and it just it chaffs my butt that people are taking all these steps to harm it. And I'm just telling you, you have an enemy in me if you hate America. I don't care what color you are or what your gender. Buddy Brown, and final, you got the final minute, sir. Uh, again, you can throw out your website or when you're going to – are you still doing concerts? Yeah, I mean, they're out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing, like, one in Iowa, one mm-hmm. in, uh, I think, Texas, one in uh, Utah. Okay. So, you know, just sporadically, you know, they, they pop, pop up. But uh, that's why we say God gave us door number three with the videos. <laughs> I get to stay home. I get to uh, enjoy the family. do a dozen concerts a year, enjoy the family, watch baseball tournaments on the weekend. Mississippi boy, Buddy Brown, folks, we appreciate you coming in, my friend. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace. Y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.